0: Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions, ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash word for more details.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. You're listening to a podcast from The Word.
0: Hello and welcome to The Word podcast, which is coming to you on this occasion from a sculpture garden outside the back of the VIP area <laughs> at uh, the Cornbury Rock Festival. And you're about to hear a noise in a moment that you will hear a regular uh, points during this. There he goes.
3: There he is. That's the sound of... This Boris is Mark Johnson. Allen, by the way, and that's Rob Fitzpatrick oh. on my left. And on my right here is David Hepworth. That is a man who looks just like me, so like Boris Johnson. We think it is Boris Johnson, yeah. driving an electric buggy. Which with is, the words VIP on yeah. the front. Which is ferrying VIP to the
0: VIP car
3: park yeah. down Which the is VIP let's be area.
0: honest.
2: About hundred yards. So. A yard, yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah, But VIPs are unable to they yeah, walk any distance yeah. at all, really. Unlike, Without spilling their drink. Yeah, unlike so
0: Glastonbury, <laughs> uh, you know, there's no excuse that you have to trudge through the mud no. here. No uh, mud. Because we're sitting, well, that's a clue, we're yeah. sitting outside, aren't I we? I know, it's beautiful. So we're sitting I know. outside. Yeah. We're out, I know. From it's what a I gather stone. about Glastonbury from my son, Mark, and you went yourself, is that you certainly couldn't sit if you, if you went outside. There was outside. no sitting. There was no sitting at all. You stood up. Were you to
3: sit, you probably would have expired where you lay. Yeah. You would have been consumed by the mire. I'm just talking about consumption, I'm actually eating here a, a pecan and maple croissant twist. We had to yeah. stop recording so that Mark could go and get more <laughs> yeah. sugared confection, More free food, yes.
2: Fantastic. But already, even sort of two minutes in, we've given a lot of clues, haven't we? We're sitting outside, we're in a sculpture park we are eating a pecan and maple twist. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people are being thrown around in and my electric first, buggies. And
3: my first experience this morning, Rob, was lying in my tent and hearing an unidentified sound. It was the sound of a hot air balloon Mm. passing above my toe. I looked out and it was emblazoned with the legend, anyone for a Pim's?" (laughs) It was a pink hot air balloon. Did you
0: lean out of your tent and... You know, and if you're depends. my age,
3: you know, and you went to rock festivals in the early nineteen seventies, and you mm. saw sort of, you know, Hatfield of the North, yeah. and you know what I mean. Yeah, and yeah, the, and this this the idea that a, a pink balloon with well, one for pims yeah. would float over top of Rory Gallagher while he was on stage <laughs> playing Bullfrog Blues is like probably did see a few pink balloons float. Yeah, floating <laughs> person,
2: that's because he have been on a, a <laughs> Persian rug.
3: Yeah, <laughs> not the real Persian rugs, as Rob was saying earlier, that you find at this festival. Yeah, that's
2: really are Persian rugs.
3: Next door to this VIP tent, there is another VIP tent full of yesterday they had only two people in it, but they look like Posh and Becks. Did you see them, So <laughs> They'd model themselves as Posh and they'd obviously got the even more expensive laminate. that allowed them access to a place with Persian rugs. It looked like a sort of Moroccan knocking shop. Yeah. And I, I reckon that beyond that, there's probably another VIP yeah. tent with just, you know, Madonna sitting in it all on no, her own. I no, mean,
0: I'm serious. I've always had this thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like you know, the Palace of Versailles or something, yeah. you know, backstage at rock and roll gigs. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's uh, you, it's like Chinese boxes, you know. Yeah. You're, you're constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. going inside to somewhere that uh, there's always a room that you can't get in. It yeah. Doesn't matter who you are. Mm. And I think actually backstage at a superstar gig, you know, if you want to see Michael Jackson or somebody like that, or Bruce Springsteen, there'd actually be a room that not even Bruce Springsteen could yeah, get at in. his own It'd concert. Be, yeah. It would be
3: completely empty. You know, he
0: has to feel that there's somebody slightly above him. Even you know? him, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they, you know the ancient Chinese would have uh, would have, have recognised this Do you step. think there
3: was a special then for David Cameron? Because we've just run into our promoter, Hugh okay. Fillmore who informed us that David Cameron was here last night, casting a few shapes, and yeah, in fact the he used was having his ears rearranged at the front of in the mosh, yeah, indeed, in, the for mosh. The man, yeah. in the Echo word, and the Bunnyman in the word in the word tent.
2: He didn't say whether it was shirts off, did he? But he uh, no. was definitely he was controlling the mosh.
3: I think did, he was. yeah. Do you
2: think there'd be a V-neck sweater, not not <laughs> casually over his Poss- shoulders, possibly a tie
0: around the head? <laughs> you never know. Kashmir c- <laughs> <me a> throw. <laughs> yes. So Mark, you, so were, so you were talking about your early festival-going experiences, yeah. and if I'm correct. There was a, a reminder of your early festigo- festival-going experiences yesterday in somebody you met up with, wasn't there?
3: Oh, Socks. Socks? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> tell everybody
0: this story. This is good stuff. Well, three years
3: ago, I wrote an article in Word magazine about uh, rock festivals. A very long article and very very, um, very factually accurate about what it was like to go when you fourteen, 14, 15 years old to uh, the Lincoln Festival and Wheelie and places like that. Yeah. And uh, the star of this piece was a guy that um, I ran away from school to attend the Reading Festival with in 1970, a guy called Sox Miller.
0: Soxmiller. And when and I, there was a line when I in read this. that, when I read the word Sox Miller, I thought, he's making that up. Oh, no, no, Sox Miller. like Tuppy Glossop, or is, Bingo, you
3: know, Buffy Stratomore, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cats be Gussie yeah. But no, Sox Miller, and I wrote a line in it, which I can remember, because I remember my wife, my wife very rarely uh, reads anything I, I write and says it's amusing, and that's, that's fair enough. That's why we've enough. been, married so, why we've so been yeah. married so long. Yeah. And she said, I like that article that you wrote, uh, where well, you mentioned that guy Sox basically what happens we were walking Age aged 16 across the Reading Festival 1970 on our way to see the uh, Ian Matthews uh, Southern Comfort play their version of Woodstock preceded by Head, obviously uh, <laughs> stop me if I'm boring it no! and, and uh, anyway we went past a couple who were um, I don't know moving their bodies in, a, in an unorthodox uh, manner which I couldn't fully understand but I think we stepped over them they seemed to be unlike everybody else who was completely inert they seemed to be certainly in motion and uh, I said in the article I said um we wondered what was going on and I said, uh, and then I said, we both went a bit quiet when Socks pointed out they were having sexual intercourse, full stop. And I was very pleased with the, with the, with the, with the, with the pointed out bit because Socks kind of probably knew what sexual intercourse was, yeah. and I don't think I did. But anyway, Socks, I thanked Socks at the end of this article and a month later I got a, an email from an Andrew Miller who was working in a management consultant uh, company <laughs> just outside of Oxford saying I am Socks you know you haven't <laughs> seen me since 1971 yeah. and I so at this the festival are. yesterday it was brilliant we're at the word tent and this guy comes up to me and he says I know who you are partly because you're standing underneath a word yeah. logo do you know why? <laughs> do you know it came to me straight away Socks because build. Socks was more famously he was of course the guitar player in the group called Ian Bentley's Rectal Prolapse <laughs> in which I was the bass guitarist and he can still remember My vocal spot. Well, I was allowed to sing one song, and it was a terrible song called Phoenix by Wishbone Ash. It was also in three times. yeah, yeah. I don't know why we did it. And it's also in three time, which is very hard to play and sing. It's a terrible song. Yeah. And I can still remember the chorus. It went, Phoenix Rise, Raise Your Head, Big Rip from the Drums to the Skies. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> and uh, Socks at this point gave me a rather narrow and appraising glance. I think I would think probably exhausted the value of the. He met this rectal prolapse anecdote. And of course, he had his wife with him called Hannah. And I said, Are you Mrs. Socks? So this poor woman is completely confused. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's been celebrity packed for me. So, day day.
0: but it was also, uh, you know. Uh uh, uh, I can't find words. Uh, <laughs> go on. It, it go also, on! It was also uh, interesting for you yesterday in that uh, you were also performing here, yeah. there, weren't you, Mark? Uh, well, I, now, was, tell the people I was David. I you was know, The, the You know that the the air of the rectal probe is is now.
3: Oh, okay. Well, fine. I was. Uh, you know, we word we sponsored uh, the word stages. You know, and early on in the stages, but, but, but
0: that that Hugh, the deal was.
3: Hugh Fillaball so no, no, like, wrote and said, you know, anyone you want to play. He said, what about your band? Here, yeah. you've got a band. When do you go on first? You know, get the old ball rolling. So I said, "Well, that'd be fantastic." Then Thinking you'd be to.
0: too modest, and you'd say,
3: "No, no, no, no." no we said, "Oh, we'd love to hear that." <laughs> he, he looked ashen-faced and tight-lipped. But anyway, as did the group. Actually, when about right? a month later, they'd all been going, "Oh, great, you yeah, get some laminate sorted yeah. out and uh, backstage." Right, suddenly a contract appeared, and anybody listening to this who's a professional musician, of course, know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you're an amateur musician like me, in fact, scarcely a musician at all, um, you're a bit astonished when a contract appears, yeah. and it actually said the wording was. The party of the first party shall hereinafter be referred to as Cornbury Music Festivals Limited. In <laughs> conjunction with the party of the second party shall hereinafter be referred to as, and then in just handwritten, Love Trousers, <laughs> which is the name of our uh, less than distinguished pop group. Love Trousers. That's right, yeah. And anyway, I sent this to the rest of the group, and everyone went a bit quiet. And, uh, you know, there was a legal stipulation to how long you have to stay to wow. play. And, uh, and I said, look, we haven't got enough material to do 45 minutes, we'll just do banter. And I suggested this before we went on. And my wife was there. She said, please, whatever you do, no banter. She, asked, she gave us some very, very good advice. She yeah, said, don't try fun. and improvise hilarity on stage. Because I've had all 26 years of that yeah. nonsense. Yeah. So said, my advice is just, for fuck's sake, go on court of an hour late. And that was, thank you if she's listening, which she won't be, my wife. That was brilliant, brilliant advice. We went on quarter of an hour late. Oh, Dave, I think we played a blinder. You
0: bantered. I missed it. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't see I didn't this or hear it. drummer I and I we're, we're, were... I would tell yeah. them that you did banter.
3: We did better. Yeah. And your
0: eldest son was actually in the audience, yeah, waving
3: yeah. arms, going, "Stop!" Yeah, he was. Yeah, stop. I said, "Is it working, Tommy?" And he just gave me a double thumbs down. So that was very. Uh, <laughs> and then, then he danced sarcastically at the front by the by the crash barrier. When I asked for extra security, that didn't go down very well either. No. We had one security guy. Can we have some more security, please? <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed yourself oh we had a lovely time anyway but then, a, more importantly there were some proper groups on it have been wonderful the water boys particularly I thought wonderful. can I just say the water boys were marvellous yeah, Good band. Uh, I thought the echo and the bunny men the echo and the bunny the
0: echo and the bunny men the, yeah. the word stage this year was in a huge tent I mean pre- pre- they, previously the you know, oh, second yeah. stages have been in very small tents this yeah. time I don't know whether they thought, you know, the heavens were going to open and so they'd better be able to park yeah. the entire festival indoors, but this, yeah. this place is nearly as big as the Hammersmith Odeon. It's amazing. Yeah. But, and when they were on there, I mean, it's incredibly dramatic, wasn't it, according to the Bunny Men in that in that space, you know, because it's, it's it like was. a dark club, isn't it?
3: But I thought it was perfect because I mean, I think boringly, I, I think there's certain groups that can play outdoors and uh, certain groups that have to play with a roof over their head because yeah. their music has an intensity that doesn't sound too. I think, that's true. Too, yeah. I think Echo and the Bunnymen, if they played outdoors on the main stage here, I think it would just evaporate. Yeah. To be honest. Uh, whereas in this, what, no, it wasn't a huge tent. It's probably a two thousand capacity tent. No, so it, it was just, 10. yeah, it's a pretty big tent. Yeah, it was. Big yeah, yeah it was. Big yeah, it's big was
0: loaded. A slept
3: Yeah, yeah, but um, they were great. And the music, I have to say, I don't know if this happened to you in your campsite. But I got to bed about our boss one having a, a two ball pints of Hobgoblin in the, in the, in the campsite bar with uh, various of the pals from Word <gasps> I get to bed, I tuck myself up in the old sleeping bag and then you hear the unmistakable slightly sinking feeling, It's the sound of an acoustic guitar being tuned up. <laughs> so we get, sorry, I must sit tuned near the mic, haven't I? And uh, so what we then get is a bloke next door, and I'm, I'm sorry if you're listening, old chap, because he weren't bad, but it was, you know, three in the morning he starts playing champagne supernova by the yeah, Oasis. You don't need that, you? Which has got a terrible line in it about going down the hall yeah. faster than a cannibal. No, hang on. That, it works,
0: wasn't All it? All right, walking slowly down the hall. Walking
3: slowly. Faster
2: than, than a, a cannibal. cannibal. But you see... But that's insane. Well, I, well, see, I, don't well. Know, I don't agree, actually, because actually I think that uh, that's actually the point of that lyric is
3: and I'm afraid Ooh. Ooh. oh you see no. oh
2: controversially because that's often pointed hey, out being a, being
3: a very we've got a dissertation actually. here about Oasis lyrics <laughs> what I think you're what, all welcome
2: what, uh, what I think he's talking about what I think that lyric yeah. describes is the process of walking slowly down a hall when he says faster than cannibal I think that we're back to the old Persian rugs you see and I think what he's talking about is walking slowly down a hall a little bit the worse for wear, slightly over-emotional on the Persian. But inside, inside faster than a cannibal you see. Oh, than oh I cannibal. thought you meant
3: Persian rugs I thought you meant this. this no, bad no, no. poetry is legitimised the no, fact I mean, he had uh, taken a load of Persians you know, before he. You don't
0: think you are giving him of, slightly more yeah. credit than he deserves? Well,
2: so. maybe. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I think you know c- a couple of paracetamol too many. I don't know. maybe Well, my argument
3: junior is substandard, you know. slapdash work, knocked off in a hurry. Yeah. And why should I be making stuff at three o'clock in the morning? Many years later, probably the rest of my life, people playing this frightful song. Mm. It's
0: funny this business of bringing be- guitar because uh, my, uh, my eldest daughter's here and with a bunch of flatmates and boyfriends and so forth, and uh, and all terribly nice, you know, kind of people in their early twenties. And one of them's brought a guitar. Oh, is I, it I, I they turned up with a guitar. Has now, if I turned up with an acoustic guitar, he did play, and he can play. He's yeah. really good, actually. Uh, but if I turned up, I, even if people knew I couldn't play, yeah. it would look like the most appallingly affected. <laughs> <sort of, laughs> My!
2: You know, over shoulder. I, oh, what, this old thing? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah,
3: oh,
2: this oh. machine kills fascists.
3: <laughs> 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 Storm in a T-shirt. Whereas yeah. this guy yeah. who works for a major
0: under-property <laughs> company, yeah. turned up yeah. with him and very flash, semi-acoustic. That is song, great. It uh, played very, very well. That's the over it doesn't mean that, that small children are being slaughtered, by the way. No. It means that they're going around on a very, very. They're going right. around on the Miami.
2: It's called some Miami something. Fantastic because it's got its own. It MC? Play on this, it? this, this it's got, it, got so, a, its own sound machine. It's got its yeah. own MC. They go
3: rocking and rolling. <laughs> yeah, All day,
2: every day. You can't get a gig at the Crazy
0: Daisy in Swindon. No. So, you know, this is the, <laughs> don't I'm don't the man who does Swindon. the calls. I, I quite
3: like the backdrop to these stages. If you look up at the word stage, behind it, and behind us now, is a huge, great company a pair of... of Yellow metal pylons. Oh, hang on, There's Chris Lewis
0: going past on a
3: Chris. Chris Lewis getting
0: driven past in a bloody VIP. Chris team. Lewis is
3: uh, he runs the printing company, the uh, Prince well, Word well, Magazine, and he's getting out of a, of a golf car. That's
0: a waste of VIP resources.
3: If Chris Lewis is a VIP, then, then I want if my money back. Any
0: old <laughs> <Yeah, that's>
3: right. Hype <laughs> <laughs> so I, I shall take riff raff. The highest. I shall level. yes. It's so, out at a government level, I think. So
0: anyway, Mark, you're a seasoned camper. Go on. Uh, Rob, tell everybody where you spent last night.
2: Uh, SN1, Swindon Central Travel Lodge. <laughs> uh,
3: fantastic. New build. Continental Breakfast, or did you go with the full English? Full English, English £7.50. Oh, is that included?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Seven
3: copy of Gideon's back? Bible, by the uh, no, way. There it, was
2: copy of Gideon's Bible, by the way, yeah. That's about the, only the good lady wife said, we're not going the on the good the lady campus. wife was very, very, very enthusiastic about camping until about Thursday. Well, it pissed that. Yes. Uh, well, bad? it had been, really, but... And then sort of suddenly went, oh, no, let's not do that. Let's stay in a hotel. So and you,
0: you, you had to have your arm twisted really badly, didn't you? Or you oh. said, no, not,
2: I think you're right. Uh, I was, no, well, I was I, easy either way. I'm very mad you <laughs> know. I'm a modern kind of guy, you know. And uh, so, no, know, we said it's wind
0: and
3: travel. enough rigour for one weekend. Yeah,
2: we I said it's wind and travel, I I was shocked to discover, is this
0: right, Mark, that, you know, I'd sit at home and you go to Glastonbury and I sit at home and I watch the highlights on the telly. And, uh, and I see all these intrepid BBC people wearing kind of Cap Kidston wellies. And yeah, that's their, right, yeah. And fabulous, you know, Bella Freud frocks yeah. or whatever, talking about how crazy and damn with the kids they are. They're all staying in bloody hotels, is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So oh, they're well, not actually camping there?
3: No, an old pal of mine, uh, Robert Sandal, who uh, r- works for Word magazine, terrific writer, and also the uh, music correspondent for the Sunday Times. I remember Robert turning up once, uh, and he'd said to the Sunday Times, they wanted to go down and cover Glastonbury. He said, tell you what, I'll go but I'd like a suite of rooms at the <laughs> Shepton Mallet Hotel, and I want a fine case of claret. <laughs> and I thought, that's never going to materialise. <laughs> I'll never forget Robert Taylor. I mean, a hired car as well, because yeah. he wouldn't take his own car. Taylor, i have in a massive old Audi, and I said, Mark, I said, Got the stuff, tapped his nose conspiratorially in. Sure enough, the electric boot button was hit, and the boot up, and there inside was 24 fine bottles of a of a of a glossy and mercurial claret, which was part of his stipend. I will use that Ru- a, And if for Rupert murderer
0: is listening to this, yeah he, sorry, yeah, he 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 cause that, cause that, I be the paper to trail through the. Robert in yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. Yeah. So
3: yeah, there are people who uh, you, you know who obviously have a slightly more uh, less rigorous experience than the people like us they have to say.
0: Well, this is my first time camping. Since I worked this out the other day. Who was the Prime Minister when I last spent the night under canvas?
3: It was um was it the old geezer with a pipe? What was his name? <laughs> who is the one what? who looked like Mike Yarwood, David? His shoulders used to shake he had a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah, he never married. Yeah, anybody, yeah, anybody, anybody <laughs> <laughs> never married. It's confirmed Heath. No, right. it's Edward Heath it was confirmed long bachelor. before yeah. Edward yeah. Heath. Alright. Uh Walpole. 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 Gladstone. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making this up. <laughs> right. Disraeli. Disraeli. Harold.
0: Macmillan oh, was the prime minister when I last spent a night under canvas, and in those days it was canvas. It was. It, it was. was canvas. And probably yeah. probably it's not storm sheeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Probably something that comes straight back from the western Waxed. desert and had been given to the you know the, the Queen Elizabeth Grammar School. Someone uh, had liberated scouts. it from Gallipoli or something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's still so it's to, a shrapnel in it. It
0: had Hun blood on. <laughs> <it>. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we went to Apple Tree Wick and yeah. I got a severe attack of at homesickness and managed to convince Arkela that I was having a nervous breakdown. So <laughs> something very
3: bad must have happened to you to have not Oh, it's just miserable. But Dave, the it thing about, down with rain the thing so about that is I, is,
0: I
2: think that if, the, if uh, a young person today was to, say, pretend that they were having a nervous breakdown and had to be ferried home from one night in the woods... You'd be the first person to say that. <laughs> I, I can't believe it, it. <laughs> 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 These young yes. people yes. That's no, no, absolutely
3: But David, right. I think it's very touching You're fessing up to yeah, this I story know. In some respects, doesn't does reflect you, well does does you on you you to
2: rip
0: the piss out No, it? <laughs> no well, let's just <laughs> see how this pans out
3: Tell us the rest of the story we'll, uh, <laughs> Let's see what our response is going to be, Rob
0: <laughs> And anyway, on the way home I, uh, I had to drop in at my friend Richard Thorns' house I'm feeling very sorry for myself I picked up a book from his bedside table and he said, You can borrow that if you like. And I, that was my first introduction to the works of P.G. Woodhouse. Oh, very which nice. Which stood me in
3: good stead ever since.
0: brilliant. Ever since. So not camping. At a low ebb.
3: So not camping has introduced us to the world of Blanding's Castle and.
0: P.G. Woodhouse. Mm. And Crumpets. And, and to be fair, P.G. Woodhouse would probably never have camped either, would he? Not in you know, a know, billion can't years. Not the billionaires. Years. Anyway, I'm pleased to, to report that the technology has somewhat moved on since, you know, the,
3: I read a, a biography a about Woodhouse the other day, and uh, something really impressed me as somebody who doesn't have very much time. And I quite like getting on my own so I can write articles and stuff. Woodhouse used to travel, he used to commute to America, choose to commute by by boat. In fact, yep. the airlines weren't really up and running terribly. <laughs> they He used to go by boat, and the reason he liked going by boat is because nobody could reach him by telephone yeah. for six days, yeah. where it was. Yep. Doesn't that mean, so he could get, he probably wrote the, the whole of Galahad at Blad. You know, by lunchtime. Is this a Robert
0: McCrum book? Yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic oh, it's incredible book. book yeah. um, because Paul Denoy, I think, reviewed that in Word when it yeah. came out. He yeah. pointed out that Fiji Woodhouse Never in his life said a funny thing. <laughs> Nobody yeah. can ever remember him saying anything witty and amusing because yeah. he was entirely poured into totally. these yeah. books. Totally. He wasn't funny at all, and absolutely. He, he wasn't funny at all in real and life. He didn't
3: like children. He didn't. He couldn't yeah. have children, actually. I think he had mumps uh, yeah. when he was young, so, uh, yeah. uh, uh, unable to, to uh, reproduce and it's interesting I'd never realised if you look through his books there are no mention of small children unless it's negative unless they're really yeah, unpleasant yeah. Yes, and yes and they're all about spoiled little spoiled urchins yeah. that, are, that are good. you know ruining a perfectly happy uh, you know cocktail hour That's for their so parents true. you know it's but very he, funny. his
0: approach to work is astonishing I think I think Paul said in this review that as a man who spent his life typing yeah, mm. and it's true yeah he, yeah. Did. he typed all day he, wouldn't, he
3: lived to the age of 81 he wouldn't something.
0: start a book and you get these even these later books which are fairly Light meringues no. yeah, yeah. He wouldn't start them until he had a hundred pages of plot. That's right. Wow. Which is just no. absolutely it shows immense writerly discipline. Yeah, it does. Most of us couldn't be, you know, that's the yeah. reason we're hacks and rather than novelists and so forth, mm-hmm. because whatever we do, we want to see it finished yeah, quite yeah, quickly. But yeah. the stranger, like that, was prepared to do the spade work for yeah. months oh, yeah. before he sat down and did but the it. But you writing. know, if
3: you, as, you, as you do, you know, you know his books well. I mean, every single chapter. a variety of very complicated narrative threads have to come together yeah you know, Buffy has to throw a softball egg at um, <laughs> Gussie Fingnottle, who then trips up and spends a night in the coop, a sojourn in the coop. And this leads to his meeting yeah, a young a, lady who... a. Yeah. a
0: morning appointment with the beak. And, and yeah. the beak, that's at right. After dislodging a policeman's yes. helmet in Trafalgar Square on boat rides. nights. <laughs> yes. having restored his
3: tissues too enthusiastically. She's <laughs> <is> a great <laughs> word. I'm going to go restore my tissues a, <laughs> with a pint of wherry in a moment, actually. That's a your great favorite, word. Isn't what's
0: your favourite Woodhouse line?
3: Oh, uh, God, I think. Uh, what's the uh, My favourite line. Oh, yeah. Oh, like oh, that's interesting um I, I'll give you, while you're thinking Well, about I always that. like oh, raise the sum of, you know, raising the sum of human happiness, is a word, is a word, uh, which yes. I use all the time. But something's good. It's, it has raised the sum of human <laughs> happiness. <laughs> it's a great line. There's,
0: there's somebody was quoting one the other day about, you know, you would have to go a long while before you confused a Scotsman in a bad temper with a little ray of sunshine. <laughs> 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 Particularly all <laughs> you know, That's ways of so getting th- to the I know, gang. I know. And the gang is so often at the end of the and, line. But the, yeah, really so good, but the gang is so good. But the gang is so good, he's
3: got the confidence to be able to extend that sentence forever. You know how. Oh, brilliant it's going to be! It was it?
0: Was it Jeeves who who was described as clearing uh, a coughing like a goat clearing his throat on a distant, a distant mountain top? That's right. Oh yeah, it was oh superb. Brilliant. Tom. Oh. So here we are sitting
1: on the
3: ground. Can I just mention house, our, Can I mention uh, that what we were doing yesterday? It's one of the highlights for me, which is so wonderful. We got a little tent here at uh, Cornbury Festival, and you can hear the music building up in the background, and we are um, you know just selling subscriptions and generally trying to tell people about this wonderful magazine. You know, and. Uh, a guy came up yesterday said, "I already subscribe to your magazine. Have you got anything for non-subscribers? Because <laughs> for subscribers we've got yeah. a very nice offer as a free yeah, he MP4." The side of his nose,
0: Mark, And he, he said,
3: it was non-subscribers." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I said, um, "I looked at the two girls who work with us, um, Juliet and, and Nicole, working in the office at Word." And uh, again, the old wink. And at, at the drop of a hat, they just start dancing. Don't they? <laughs> so they are just the sweetest, funniest girls. And they just stand there and they start just. Marky's jumping up and down, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. I said, I said, well the girls will dance for you. So if I'm going to dance with them, so I got out there and the three of us just do this little dance with this guy. And he was just absolutely loving it. Yeah. I hope he's listening actually. I think it was called Dave, and he took a photograph of us. And another guy came up and said, I'm a subscriber, you're having a... I said, Yeah, Dave, come in here. So I got the guy who come up before to join in with us. And the four of us just dancing. <laughs> and then we did five minutes of the twist, right? <laughs> And, but this was really quite a lot of people taking photographs because it was quite a spectacle. And I thought, my God, we really do go the extra mile. Yeah. You don't
0: get that yeah, with am... good housekeeping. No, no. Right. Try that uh, a Good housekeeping, you probably yeah. get
3: some sort of leatherette desk diary or something. Here you go, the editor, one of the subscribers, and the two girls in the office doing the twist doing for the five twist minutes. For you, yeah. for you think, yeah. to whatever no, song you that. choose. I thought it was good work. God, I'm really out of breath. Yeah, I'll pay you. Really. While you get your breath back?
0: <sighs> I, 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 I haven't caught very much music at close quarters at yeah. this quarter, really. I've, I've tended to no. be flying back and forth to the campsite and being on the stand. And I developed a new theory that the best bands at festivals are ones that you can appreciate just as much from two miles away yeah. as you can from nearby. Yeah. Uh, and the first uh, characteristic of that is, is just simple... Tunes that you know, yeah. aren't they? You know, that's the proclaimers. They, What proclaimers? Good are I fantastic. cannot believe. I, I mean, the yeah. proclaimers—very interesting story. They really are, they, you yeah. know, yeah. because we've all been sniffy about the proclaimers yeah. in our time, haven't we? Mm. Yeah. And I think we probably thought they were a group we were a little bit of a gimmick,
3: a bit of know. a novelty act, a bit of a novelty yeah. act, absolutely. And we've been, been proved wrong. Had a
0: couple of hits years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. they just kind of kept on ploughing. They've that got a real persistence. Is it something to correct? Somebody told me yesterday. Like they've been going together. They've been twenty years.
3: Yeah, they? yeah only, yeah, made, only yeah. made
0: six albums. Yeah. Is, yeah, six albums. Do you know how many albums Prince has made? Forty-five.
3: Oh, he's, of course,
2: today's the day, of course, that his albums getting given away free. With the, oh, is it uh,
3: really? Over well, the rival publication. Rival <Yes, laughs> publication. Yes, <yeah. laughs> but it, I, I as do much think as it's us,
2: extraordinary that they've come
0: back. You know, and, and I, yes. I, 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 was reacquainted with how what a big deal they are. I went to my nephew's wedding. You know, and that's you know a couple of years ago and there a bunch of people in their late 20s oh. the big tune to finish the night at the disco was not three times a lady no or, or you know or it certainly wasn't brown sugar no it was 500, 500 miles 500 miles yeah you know people standing on tables yeah and there, there wasn't a Scottish really, person at that wedding yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was what a about all right now, like a... free.
3: No, <laughs> all. They but free. Lighthouse Silver Lining. Sweet
2: home yeah. Alabama.
3: <laughs> what <laughs> kind of world do we live in? Lighthouse Silver Lining. <laughs> that <laughs> is what it is. God almighty. Uh, probably, it was word that was good work from them. They've
2: probably uh, been helped by that thing that when you've been the least fashionable band in the world, the only, other way, but only place to go is to become the most fashionable band in the world. Yes. And I think they've definitely, that's been a, a good thing for them. You couldn't have been less fashionable or desirable as a band than being those two blokes out of the Proclaimers. And yeah, and so the whole thing comes around,
3: doesn't it? So they're work. just
0: fantastic. They'll well, you get a bit of an underdog yeah, yeah, following. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. People support yeah.
3: you because, you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're the, partly because of the lambasting you get by the unkind yeah. press, I think.
0: Did they yeah. ever split up? Uh, I don't think they, don't think
3: they, they, don't they think ever think did. They, they
0: did. Kept, just no. kind of kept on working. No, brother, brother, i imagine
3: Emily, twin brothers splitting up. Everly Brothers did. They did. Were they twins? They were twins, were they? Yes.
0: And yeah, they 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 and hated the bloody sight of each other for years, Absolutely because they were, you know, they were completely locked together in every respect. The thing that struck me about Proclaimers listening to them from a distance yesterday was if they were American, they'd be really hip. Yeah. If they oh, came yeah, from yeah. the southern states of yeah. America, yeah. There's these two boys, yeah. they're brothers. They're going oh, yeah. to look a bit strange. Yeah. It'd be like the Kings Seen of Leon like or something. Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something, yeah, something yeah. The enemy would be absolutely yeah, yeah. all over yeah. it. Yeah. You know? because they have got and also they've got that kind of faintly countryish quality yeah, they, yeah, in yeah. the sense that loads of country music came from Scottish traditional music and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that goes
3: and there's a sort
2: of political element to them you know cap in hand yeah. and, all that kind oh, of, you know, and also
3: yeah. that there's a sort of balladry to them that their music is very romantic that's yeah. the key word yeah. you know it's not uh, harsh narrative music it's very very romantic you know um, how would you describe it it's kind of it's a Sort of burns, it's that yeah, sort of yeah. great that Scottish tradition. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, exactly.
0: So they were it's great. Echo and the Bunny Men were great. The uh, Bunny were wonderful. And it's, and it. it's very, it's, well, uh, Echo and the Bunny Men, some very distinctive tunes that you have. Yeah. Oh, for yeah, long, long. we
3: were up at the campsite. Where my friend Johnny's got his five year old daughter and he was feeling a bit tired. Up, even up on the campsite, we look back onto the stage, we could been seeing A Killing Moon and
0: the Cutter. The Cutter great. Right? Uh, what I want to know is, how come, you know, people are making films about Joy Division and, mm. you know. Joy Division have obviously ascended to rock and roll. Happen. Yeah. Echo and the Bunnymen. Every
3: bit as good. Yeah.
0: Probably better. No mystique about them at all, is there? No. Well,
3: <laughs> I'll show you up. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just trying to think. Uh, we're just taking a <laughs> pause here, listeners, while we think of the mystique of Echo and the Bunnymen. But there isn't yeah. really. There there, isn't although they, of, they uh, did have all sorts of yeah, but they, you know, the there was, was life,
2: no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if if McCulloch had died. Yeah, That's so it's, so it's sad the to say. thing, isn't it? Death it be be the death of the singer is the what does it, sing, yeah. it. I think it is. Yeah. Then they, you know,
0: they're captured forever. It as lends them the twenty-one-year-old. Can you just look over that way, Chapson? Can you see Hello. a man, a boy, wearing yeah. the biggest? Afro wig oh, I have that's good. ever it's seen. The
2: same size as the boy. Th- that is it as is big terrific. as.
0: If anybody knows the Funkadelic album "Free Your Mind," right, it, yes, an absolute yeah, viola, that's right. Uh,
2: that uh, yeah. that boy's yeah. got
3: that's the, the very head. He's
2: obviously this morning. He said, "Mommy, what's a Funkadelic?"
3: Yeah. So Mommy, I want to be a member of Sly and the Family Stone <laughs> for my birthday present. <laughs> yeah. yeah. so, so it's so
2: you know it's
0: interesting, isn't it? All these groups say, like Echo and the Bunny and Waterboys, Proclaimers, not quite superstars, no, but. Went down absolute storm. Totally didn't You know what I mean? Because yeah. they just they hit a hit a nerve, don't they? Mm. Whereas you know, David Gray had a load of hits in the last few years. For me, it kind of wafted a bit. It disappeared on the air, on the evening mm. air. You know, it didn't have it didn't have shape to it.
3: I've managed to find a, a candy stripe marquee selling pints of Hobgoblin <laughs> uh, in a completely different postal district of this giant park. So I'm not able to comment on David Gray at all. I'm afraid.
0: So it's going to be interesting. Today we've got the feeling. Yeah. Who I think. Ought to do really well. Yep, absolutely. Because they, you know, there's a it's a very broad age range at Cornbury. You've yeah. got teenagers, you've got small children, yeah. you've got adults of all ages, and um, also they really that, do crossover, but they really do cross over. Well, they've got that
2: great sort of late afternoon slot, like uh, like the claimers had yesterday, where it's sort of the first band of the day. Apart from Love, guys, obviously, everybody <laughs> takes any <laughs> notice of It's true, you know. You see, if I was managing
0: a band, that's where I want to be. Yeah. So, so they, everyone everyone's it? still here. But they also it's like, oh a band's oh, see David Grey David Grey went down very well with a lot of people yeah. last night. But I was walking back to the campsite and yeah. the people were leaving in droves. Yeah. Because it's late in the day. Yeah, yeah. They've been out in the sunshine you don't want to get caught, the, caught in the You don't want you to know, get caught in the feeling
3: we're virtually the, with which the only group on the uh, bill of the Lady Diana concert wherever it was a week or two ago, who I think are not tainted but but a but slight it, point. Point. That one, I'd say that was bad I meant to be the positive one, not I? Uh, the <laughs> bad publicity <laughs> of of having appeared on that bill because they were a shocking bunch most of them I thought
2: so
0: Anyway, by being over, it, by being here, with Miss Live Earth.
2: Yeah. Well, Rob, you've
0: been. a bit of, of the, it tra- tra- uh, the
2: travel tavern at the Swindon Central tavern, tavern last night. <laughs> and do you know, what? it looked very good. Uh, on when I saw a bit of it last night, uh, Foo Fighters were right? on. Now I'm no I know fan the food of the Foo Fighters. fighters I love to say. Mirror. But um, they did. They looked terribly good, and it was a very, very good set. Someone spent a lot of money that could have been spent, uh, actually, really? saving the planet, right? Uh, <laughs> Different issue. Uh, on an amazing set, and they looked brilliant. And unlike the Dyna concert, uh, no big banks of empty seats or princes clapping very no, badly out of time. Alternative clapping. Alternative clapping, yeah. Free yeah. jazz clapping. Yeah, it was free jazz. It was sort of Session <gasps>
0: taylor It's Cornelius Cardio <laughs> with the orchestrators yeah, on Albert clapping, Island like directing clapping.
2: <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> Royal Box. Then. So you thought it was all right, did you? Yeah, no, it looked good. I mean, of the five minutes I watched before, I literally passed out from exhaustion. But so the, the
0: other thing I saw, the thing, here comes Boris Johnson with his golf cart oh, yeah. and a bunch of VIPs no, going back to the car park.
3: Yeah. On their way to have another peak at uh, the Maple Twist and yeah. the pin. <laughs> and um, um, yeah. there is a stage, they you know? called the Secret Stage, just over there. Oh no! you know what? Where you're it? ferried in an Audi? Sylvana
2: and I got invited to this Secret Stage yesterday. Uh, is it an Audi? To, uh, to go in the in this I big, in this big massive Audi. You're in with I'm in with. And they said do you know the? Uh, do you know the artist Dan Reader uh, Dan Reeves he used to work. Dan, Dan Reeves right? yeah, no not Dan Reeves <laughs> oh no, Reeves no, he's having a lardy-da somewhere else <laughs> yeah he is oi
3: oi <laughs> 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 this will be nothing to do I do Reeves they said it's
2: like, a, it's like a Moroccan sort of tent and Dan Reader's going to play and I thought you know what even I only am only vaguely aware of Dan Reader and a sort of aware that he's not really very good so, someone else, they're not really going to care, are they? No-one's going to go... Oh, well, except there is always the appeal, isn't there, of a room that not everybody
0: else can go in It's the VIP thing again. Yeah. It's the whole thing.
3: If you were told there's a, there's a band playing in a tent that only you could attend, you'd be there like a shop. So you'd go around all afternoon and go, see Dan Reader? <laughs> Probably yeah. not, of course, yeah, you yeah. won't yeah. find yeah, yeah. it. Sorry. Sorry, any, re- any sure No, no, no Dan Reader. Oh, yeah. I just yeah.
0: like a wax sociological for a minute. That's one of the biggest changes that's taken place in my lifetime. Is the... If you told me when I was 1920 that you could go to a place and not everybody else could go to, you wouldn't have been detrimentally interested. Mm. You know what I mean? The idea of a guest list or yeah. the idea there's a special room or there's an area behind the red rope or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, it didn't exist. Nowadays, it's people's primary motivation. Mm. That's why they only want to go to clubs, though. I, really difficult I am to get terrifically into...
3: opposed to it. I literally... He with says, the, 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 the red... from the sculpture part. From the sculpture part. <laughs> no, I'm already in here so we really? can record, chaps. Oh, Is there quite a quite place Yeah, that's very true. Is that a soundtrack? So no, really I really am. There. I always thought yeah. there was that scene in um, in The Office where... Uh, sorry, not The Office, Extras, where uh, Ricky Gervais, the, the, the episode with David Bowie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah one yeah. of the funniest, yeah. most yeah. accurate, yeah. Um, you know, uh, depictions. comments, depictions of the notion of that friction between people yeah, one yeah. side of the, yeah. the velvet robe and the other.
2: And also no. the pointlessness of it, you can sit, you have to squash a bit onto this tent. But this is the special bit. Well, it seems here, just sitting on no, the other side yeah. of this
3: tent we're at now, but just, just in the direction of the drums you can probably hear. There's a white picket fence, yeah. and I can guarantee that when we walk through it, there'll be a woman uh, sitting on this side with a, a, a family, right, pushing a bit of uh, grilled red mullet around the plate with a yeah. selection of seasonal vegetables. <coughs> but the other side of this plastic f- figure is just some, you know, perfectly regular punters with their back to the fence, with a bottle of cider and a cheese sandwich, yeah. you know, waiting for the food to come on. Yeah. And there'll be a slight tension on both yeah, yeah, sides because yeah. they don't want they're, they're thinking on I don't want fence. this, and, and they're, they're going to they this bloody like red
2: mullet on the fence, yeah. so you have to go. Well, I don't believe in fences. Exactly. So I, think, <laughs> I don't believe in the concept of fences. Uh, if you a rock David and I just
3: on the way over here we bought a cup of coffee at a little uh, kind of ethnic uh, oh, uh, yeah, cafe shop and it's run by a terrific collection of people with uh, white henna breasts. tattoos, white, the yeah. white trust fairy and yeah. dreadlock characters. Very nice. And they were having a domestic. Yeah. And I love it, the idea, even in a kind of Peace and Love Eastern religious yeah. coffee house. Yeah. Yeah. This guy was saying, I made all the, what's it, chai. I made all the chai. Then I went out front and played bongos for 20 minutes, and that's what drew all the people in here, and yet you weren't here to serve. He said, Well, you were out playing the bongos. I was playing the bongos to get the people in. It was like, kind of, it was absolutely it's the kind of conversation would have
0: taken place at Fawlty Towers yeah. or in yeah. Art yeah. Wright's yeah. grocer's yeah. shop yeah. in Open All Out. Except it was being enacted
2: by a couple
3: of lads with, uh, you know. It was brilliant. D- D- Dave said me. this could actually be a soap opera. This is, yeah. a, this is, a, this is a sort of Andrew Collins scripted <laughs> BBC4 <laughs> hilarity on, on 8 o'clock on Tuesday night. Yeah. You know, it just it's kind of like their entire world was meant to be turned upside down. It was in fact exactly the same as anybody else's. Yeah, they may be Eastern religious, but still having a massive yeah. old domestic. Take yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some <laughs> fucking work. You know? So, listen, Japs, here's a question
2: for you,
0: which you haven't been primed for at all. Oh. Who is? Who has been, in your experience, the best outdoor group you've ever seen? The best group who are best at the outdoors? Because it is a different thing, isn't mm. it? It's, you know, the sound goes up. It, it, you know, it's got a different quality to it. The audience are in a different frame of mind. Mm. Do, you know what I, do you know the best I've ever seen? Oh, doing God, very quiet yeah, Go on. And I not OK. The Beach Boys. Oh, oh okay. I've seen
3: the Beach Boys, yeah, certainly.
0: It's outdoor. The songs are in the praise of the great outdoors for a start. I mean, I'm not suggesting you necessarily go and see them next week in whatever tawdry shape they're yeah, in. Yeah. But I'm talking about in the 70s when they were back on the road, you know, and they were doing California Girls and Help Me Ronda and all this kind of thing. And they were. I saw them at Wembley and they were just
3: Yeah, I saw them at Wembley. They dealing
0: with it because everybody knows those songs and everybody sings along. And that's what you just. Yeah. If you're going to play a big outdoor gig, you've got to give the audience something to but do. But the, the
3: crucial distinction with the Beach Boys is that music is built to be heard outdoors. Because it's about the outdoors. Yeah. yeah it's about it. uh, Venice Beach, whatever it was. It. It's about yeah. surfing and you know, yeah. the west coast. God, it's a good question, man. Heavens. Uh, oh, I don't Bruce Springsteen is pretty good. Bruce is very good. Yeah, I, I thought the Rolling Stones are pretty good. But, I saw uh,
2: uh, Neil Young at Finsbury uh, Park. Yeah. Oh, was this 1992? when he had Booker T and the MGs yeah, with him? Yeah, I, I wish I'd absolutely gone Absolutely that. fantastic. That's what everybody really, really, said. Really amazing, yeah. With the greatest rhythm section,
0: well, yeah. Yeah. half the greatest rhythm section of all time. Uh, but it's, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting point. Rob's going over there to answer the He's phone. He's got to answer his phone. <laughs> He's and to
3: the phone. Uh, so George Melly shuffled off this mortal call. I know, there's a very, very nice um, uh, correspondence on the Word website about it, but uh, very affectionate. Yes. Yeah, and true. I remembered a, a, a thing I wanted to add to it, but I've never got around to doing it, which is that George Melly was the subject of one of my favourite ever headlines in a, in a magazine. As, as uh, anybody listening will know, George Melly wrote for a variety of magazines uh, in a different uh, variety of guises as a theatre critic, music critic. And, and he wrote for a while for Time Out as a restaurant reviewer. And it was my favourite ever headline using somebody's name. Yeah. But it couldn't be more perfect. It's a picture of Melly, right? Big old napkin tucked in his pocket big plate of food and salad a glass of red wine, right? With a knife and fork held up with that. And the headline, you know it. Eat, drink and be merry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs>
3: wrong with that? <laughs> That's a good day's work, yeah, isn't it? Is I think right so. We, we'd say farewell to the great George
0: Mellie. No, uh, who created a great good deal George. of happiness in his time. Yeah. Uh, and was, you know, diagnosed a couple of years ago with lung cancer and, well, yeah. some form of dementia. Yeah. And and was told he could have treatment, but he wouldn't do it because it would have meant him missing some gigs. Right,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, which, yeah. But yeah. I think that's. I mean, I think he probably so, knew. So, you I know more about Doherty him because I'd uh, say, <laughs> <laughs> yes. He
2: watching Pete Doherty, yeah. Hey? <laughs> but I think he
3: probably knew that the the, the afflictions that he had were not something that could be kind of resolved. You know, and so I think it's, the sensible decision is: look, I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ease off my own natural speed, and I'm gonna do it do it what I like, doing best, which go yeah. out and play. Yeah. So
0: I went and interviewed him for Word a couple of years ago at his at his home in Shepherd's Bush. Started about half past ten in the morning. And by eleven o'clock he looked at his watch and said like sherry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> and he proceeded to. You, know, you remember the you remember the expression a of schooner of sherry, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, being a big old yeah. half a. A yeah. montelado. Yeah. Yes, half a pint of this stuff. Yeah. And um, you know, which he he thrust in my way, and I, you know, we knocked it back. And this was clearly how he spent the day. I said, so generally, George, what do you, what do you, how much do you drink, you know? And he said, oh, I have one of these sort of roundabout this time. and I. I got to lunch with one of my girlfriends. <laughs> That's right. And yes. was like seventy-eight at yeah, yeah. the time. And am married. And, then, and there's, uh, you married. know, the idea of a you know a meal without wine would just have been oh, anathema yeah. to George. And then and then in the evening, you know, the scotch would come out. Yeah. And. Uh, I well, he'd gone through to the age of 80, you know, no, so go, that be a lesson to all yeah. of us. Loving the as well.
3: Eat, drink and be melly. Yeah. I'll tell you my my one, uh, I've told you this before. I think
0: we should finish, actually, Mark, with your, with your great oh, the George Mellie. Well, does that story? constitute
3: an H-O-R-A? I, I think, it does. Do think it does. It might do. We can give it a whirl. Well, it's a story about, it was my only meeting with George Melly. It was in 1978, and I think it was the end of August, 1978, and I was uh, working for um, New Musical Express, and I worked in a bar washing dishes. Uh, all day and writing all night for the enemy. Mm-hmm. And one of my mates had started a company that uh, supplied and served champagne at big events. And the Barclay Square Ball, which I think still goes on actually, uh, in, in Mayfair, was up and running. And we got the job of being the champagne waiters at the Barclay Square Ball. And uh, anyway, the main attraction was John Chilton's Feet Warmers
1: with George their Dad. tremendous
3: lead vocalist, George Milley. He must have been, I don't know, would he have be been then, like 62 or something, I don't know. And the other thing I remember was that I also served... I don't think I'd serve a bottle of champagne to George and his entourage... ...and his red-striped, candy-striped blazer. He was just a magnificent character... With the most extraordinary face, you know, just so much of it. Yes, it an extraordinary it. colour. He didn't
0: skimp on it. No, really amazing. Made in, made in an era when meat was cheap. And with
3: uh, yes. meat was cheap, yes. He, as Woodhouse uh, would have said, he would certainly have got his uh, money's worth from an "I speak your weight" machine. <laughs> but, but, move, but moving on, and I also served a bottle of champagne to uh, to uh, Keith Moon, uh, who was to die ten days later. And not from said champagne not, not from said I don't That's think I was there but Moon probably. was sitting there <laughs> with his entourage and he really was oh I can still remember it so well I was terribly excited to, to meet him you know and uh, he was very overweight and very sweaty and you know looked very much as though he'd been yeah. on the sauce. and he died but anyway all I remember about Melly was I had a quick chat with him and told him how much I liked his music and stuff and uh, oh dear boy and he got up and played the song and I noticed that the main constituency for Melly just as you were saying earlier on and through his life in fact I'm really? sure was, was uh, women of a certain age yeah and all these women had come to the Park Square wall, Ball with their husbands, they were dressed up for the night. You know, they were rocking the rocks, uh, massive old do going on, and they'd kicked off their high heels and they had run shrieking to what I'm calling a mosh pit in the middle of Park Square on this starlit night. <laughs> And Melly comes on stage, right? And his second song is an old Fats Waller tune called My Canary's Got Circles Under Its Eyes. <laughs> and I can still remember the lyric, it's brilliant. He goes, hey, You know that wonderfully theatrical way that he used to sing? He would sort of wink at the audience, wink at these girls at the front, all shrieking at this incredible, powerful, sexual kind of electricity coming off old Melly. Interestingly, a bisexualist, yes, he wasn't. So yeah, it's probably yeah, working yeah. for everybody in the room. But anyway, and uh, he goes, The library goes, uh, Um, instead of getting some well-earned rest my canary's been flying off to some robin's nest (laughs) I can remember this idea that my canary's got circles under his (laughs) eyes and (laughs) I thought it was absolutely fantastic but anyway the final end of this thing is he kicks off his own shoes he's wearing a pair of uh, a lovely pair of uh, church's brogues. And he turns his back We can't to eat the audience, up. turns his <laughs> back to the microphone, and he slings his own shoes over <laughs> his shoulder oh, right, and it. does this very suggestive dance, <laughs> as if to, to, to um, in some way, um, get across the idea of a, I suppose, what I'd have called an adventurous sexual yes. encounter. Yeah. Congress. Yeah. Congress. Again, very, very because It would have been this kind of thing that the old boy would have helped to establish himself in the nineteen fifties. Yeah. But what a terrific fellow! And, and, and uh, yeah,
0: and could, we could just finish with. Um I'm sure he would like us to to you know take every opportunity to repeat uh, the line he uttered about Mick Jagger.
3: Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> do um, you want to do it? Well, you were you doing it? It's very very uh, funny. I that forgot that. Somebody one.
0: Somebody pointed out that how wrinkled Mick Jagger yeah. was, and, and, uh, and someone so said, to his defence said, "No, yeah, they're, they're, they're laughter lines." Laughter yeah. lines, and Melly said laughter lines, nothing's that
3: funny. (laughs) Nothing is that funny. So so on that note ladies and gentlemen God God bless you www.wordmagazine.co.uk
1: This podcast was brought to you by The Word. Details at wordmagazine.co.uk Hold up!